Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, I want to dive into a topic that has been coming up a lot with my coaching clients and even some friends of mine that I've been having a conversation around of late and share some personal examples or stories from my life to, yeah, give a bit of an insight into this whole idea of timing. And I've been chatting about time a lot lately. I really do love it and trying to understand it. A conversation that I've actually been having with friends is this idea around how we can have a great weekend and then on a Monday morning, you know, we're in relaxed mode on Sunday, Saturday, even Friday night. As soon as Monday morning hits, this kind of anxiety comes over us and this feeling of urgency and I've got to be productive and I've got to be at my desk and I've got to be available and I don't have the answers to why that happens, but it's worth observing that it's almost this kind of default that is programmed into all of us, probably from age five when we started to go to school, right? Or, I mean, maybe we liked going to school, but, um, you know, whether it was, yeah, as you got older and you, you know, your weekend's ending and you've got to show up and, you know, sit in a classroom or go to a job or whatever. Um, but I think something that I'm working on is, and something that I taught in our mindset shift, which is this idea of getting into flow states and managing your focus rather than managing your time. I'm not going to go too much into that today because I feel like I need to do some more research around it. Um, but something that I've been working on is rather than sitting at a desk for you know, nine, 10, seven, however many long hours that we think we have to sit there to deserve, you know, to feel worthy of, um, you know, knocking off or to try and get everything done um, is not necessarily the best way to go about it. There's a lot of research, the Flow Research Collective, if you want to check it out, that talk about getting into a productive state and operating from that. And that's something that I'm really focusing on for me right now is rather than being like, okay, got to get up, got to get to work and got to keep working until everything's done or till I feel like I've achieved enough, uh, sitting down and being like, what can I what needs to be done today? What is the priorities? Um, and organizing my to-do list in terms of like urgency and things that have deadlines and then getting into a focus state and giving myself some grace around going, you know, sit down and do good quality work rather than the need to, you know, punish myself and, and repeat the cycle of the nine to five or this conditioning of like, you're a good person or you've had a good day or you're running a good business if you put in long hours because long hours don't always equate to quality hours and quality work. Which brings me to this topic and this idea that I want to discuss around timing. And so a lot of business, parts of our business require creativity, right? It requires coming up with ideas, whether that's content creation, new product offerings, collaborations, pitching, thinking outside the box, so how you can grow and scale your business, but also getting an idea off the ground and getting really clear around that. That creativity is not something that 
is formulated. <laughs> and I'm learning this over and over again. And the what I'm noticing in my life and in my career is this idea of mixing flow and creativity and you know, rolling with, you know, exploring new ideas and zooming out of the business with the right amount of action, focus, you know, hustle, right? So I really do believe that business needs to have a little bit of like, let's say, you know, from my tantra background, and this is not gender specific, it's just, you know, if we were to call the flow state more of a feminine energy, like the river, you know, it flows and it it moves and it dances. And then the masculine energy, which is more of that structure, kind of, you know, not combat, maybe hustle, you know, like directive, you know, down the line kind of like quick fast jolt like explosion energy right um almost like yeah a a bear you know chasing prey or something like that um so you know in the tantra world they talk about how masculine and feminine energies exist in every human being um some people can be more masculine energies and and are more comfortable in that very directive assertive um you know container of clarity and some people spend more time in their feminine flow the beauty of it is that you can cultivate both and that you should have like a a beautiful inner balance of both of them because they're both necessary uh, to create life and to sustain life in my career it is you know when I started out I was very much in that masculine hustle get shit done and would constantly be burning out so you know it was good I got things done but then I would be bedridden for a week or you know I would get tonsillitis and these things would happen to my body and it wasn't until I went through a pretty significant breakup I was with a partner for four years and we were engaged and I was just distraught like it was probably you know the hardest time in my life where I had to really rebuild and I went in and started exploring this feminine side of me through the world of Tantra and um, tapping into that feminine flow, which is also was a gateway and a portal for me to go into med- understanding meditation and creating from a trusting the timing of life as well. And after doing that week-long retreat, I went to Bali and did the typical like eat, pray, love thing. Um, and really immersed myself in it, I was able to come back and start creating more balance in my life. So spending time in my creative flow energy and giving that part of my life grace as well, right? So rather than being like, that's not productive. If I'm, if I'm creating and I'm, you know, coming up with ideas or I'm writing or I'm spending time with creative people or in the ocean, that is just as vital to my business as is sitting down and taking action. And so I started to create from more of a place of ease. And I realized that, you know, through my meditation practice and surrendering into this, that I didn't always need to be hustling. And that isn't like a a magical manifesting thing or anything like that. It was that it created this balance in my body that was more sustainable. And I was coming up with new ideas. And so I want to give some examples as to how I've managed to uh, keep creating from that space and and 
where it's worked and also where it's been difficult for me. Okay, so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you might know that the book deal came to me, the How to Start a Side Hustle, came through a very random encounter of me being at a friend's 30th birthday party and randomly encountering a a publishing, um, someone from a publishing house who, you know, we had this conversation which led her to... um, to finding my website and asking me to come in and it'll be on the podcast if you want the full story somewhere for me there was times in my career where I was like I need to write a book I've got to write a book you know and always kind of on that you know the vision board the dream list and never did anything about it right and then startup creative for me I was really starting to get a lot of speaking gigs in how to start a side hustle how to actually start your business and I was showing up and I was doing that work over and over again sometimes I did it for the talks for free um you know I was being asked to be on other people's podcasts about it um being interviewed all sorts of things to the point where I was so sick of talking about it that I was ready to give it up altogether. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then that's when the book deal came. And the thing that I've held so tightly to and that I have been sharing with a lot of my clients who are, who get into that really stressed state of like, I need to make this happen, I need to make it happen now, is that that book deal and how it came about, there is no way anyone could have ever told me or I could have ever imagined, you know. When we sit down and we do our goals, there is an element of like, yes, we're going to set a goal and we're going to make a practical plan to bring that to life. But then there's this also kind of feminine, magical, you know, serendipitous encounters that are always playing out in everybody's life where opportunities will come in the way that you least expect it. And what I want to say about that from a also practical balancing the masculine point of view is that there is parts of your career and your life that being in the game, so getting up for me and creating content, even when I you know, wasn't getting paid or I didn't think anyone was seeing it, Showing up and showing up is the being in the arena. It's saying, this is, um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to keep moving. I don't know how this is going to flow. I'm not sure when the door is going to open or how it's going to open, but I'm going to keep moving in that direction and showing up without maybe even, you know, anyone noticing or knowing if it's, if it's going to work. And by doing that, then I was given the opportunity. So if you're in the arena, if you're in the game, if you're around the people and you're, you're, you're working because you love it and, um, you, yeah, you, you, you're doing it day in, day out and you have consistency, then that is where opportunities will come. It's like if you're on the sidelines or you're like, you know, I'll just be over here doing my, my full-time job and then, you know, maybe one day someone will give me a chance to do my side hustle. Um, by getting and and working on your side hustle or your business, you're more likely to get those opportunities. What then happens is the masculine needs to always be on guard, right? Of when the opportunities arise, are you going to be ready to assert that direct, 
you know, explosive focused energy that shuts down distractions, that becomes disciplined, that uh, will do what needs to be done and rise to a level of structure and creativity, like putting structure and, and purpose and organization to the creative energy. So uh, for me, that book deal was a, a huge one in that a constant reminder of there is also a, a magic playing out here. And so if you're feeling like you're hustling and it's like, when is this ever going to happen? And is this even working? I really do encourage you to look at, try and find evidence of when something came to you in a way that you least expected it and really anchor that in and be like, oh, that's right. Like, I remember when that happened and like another one for me was like really early on a university found me and said, can you come in and write us a program? And I think I've shared this story before. I don't know what I've shared anymore, Um, but it was coming up to Christmas and I think my first or second year in business and I was like, I don't have any holiday pay coming in over Christmas and was like, something's going to work, just keep keep doing the work. This university in southern Queensland wrote to me and said, we need to spend this money before the end of the year and hired me to come in and write a program and um, paid me before Christmas and it was like my holiday pay. Um, and got me through that season. So there's been plenty of times and I think something that I do is really try to anchor them in and remember them so that when it gets hard and you're feeling like, I just don't know how to make a way through here, there is an element of letting go and surrendering and zooming out and trusting and being like, there is a, a creative timing. And the thing that I always hold to with the book is the masculine had to come in and be like, get it done. Like it had to create structure. It had to be disciplined. It had to not socialize and, and create that. And a lot of people, you know, uh, spend probably too much time in the creative space and forget that it also needs that balance of, of that energy that's going to come in and take action when the opportunities or the doors arise. And I had this conversation with a client the other day about looking at her existing clients who had hinted at the fact that they, you know, would want more from her. They're like, we love your work and we want to do more of this. And coming up with a plan to go and pitch to them rather than sitting back and saying, you know, oh, cool, tell me what you want and I'll, do, and, you know, I can look at doing it. But rather than when that, that's a, you know, that's an opportunity for you to go, all right, cool, this person likes what I do. I can see that I could offer more for them. Let me go back to them and propose and say, this is what I can do. This is what I, you know, how I can help and make it easy for them to just say yes. And just, you know, marketing strategy wise, it is more uh, less energy and more affordable to keep selling to the same clients than it is to keep onboarding more and more clients. So yes, trusting that you know, the, and back to my book story is that when that, um, book deal came, because I had repeated the content over and over again, I was like, I know what this book needs to be. Like I could write the structure for it. Um, it was writing every word was a lot harder, but I knew the outline and that also meant that I could get started, um, straight away once the deal came through. So that was that. The other one that I example that I wanted to share with you, which some of you may have noticed that uh, Startup Creative, oh, sorry, How to Start a Side Hustle is now available on Audible. And 
at first, and I don't, I don't think I've shared this story to the full extent, but I got asked to by Audible to come in and to um, record my book. And they were like, you've done a podcast, we've listened to it, we've liked your tone of voice. A lot of people started writing to me saying, please tell me you're going to be reading it. And I was like, yeah, of course, like this is going to be easy. I've had, you know, I've been public speaking and in musicals my, you know, since I was probably eight and had always, you know, public speaking has probably been my number one, like, I've got this, you know, like I I never really get negative feedback around it and I feel confident doing it and it's kind of like, you know, my little circle of excellence. So I was pretty confident going into Audible. The time, timing-wise, I had just launched the book in self-isolation. I think I had five days of freedom and then we were put back into another uh, lockdown here in Melbourne after being out for five days. And that kept getting extended. So at first, you know, and I had just moved to Melbourne. So at first for me, it was like, okay, cool. Yep. We can do five days. It'll be a snap lockdown or, you know, whatever they said, seven days. Um, and then it was like 14 days and then more and more. And each time it got extended, I remember calling my little sister and crying and being like, I can't do much more of this. Uh, it turns out it became four months and now I actually really like me in company. <laughs> um, but I was pretty exhausted. I didn't have any social stimulation. I had been in self-lockdown by myself for I think about four weeks at this point. And, you know, was keeping myself busy but not hadn't really taken time off. I'd been doing lots of speaking gigs for or podcast interviews and Instagram lives to promote the book and was like looking back now I can see how exhausted I was. Anyway, so I go into Audible and do a day of recording. That afternoon they come back to me. I get an email from Audible and I just felt sick. <laughs> and they were like, I was like, do I open it? <laughs> They were like, here's the recordings. Can you listen back? I think you need to get a voice coach. It's not quite coming through uh, how we thought it would and all of these things. And I was devastated. I was like it was a real blow for me because, A, I wanted to be able to record it, but then, B, I could also see how much work needed to be done in order for me to get to the level that Audible were expecting from a voiceover artist. Um, and so being the Capricorn high achieving person that I am, I was like, great, tell me who to get a voice coaching session with. I'll do it. I locked her in. She gave me all this homework and I realized I wasn't doing the homework and I wasn't practicing and I was so sick of my book. <laughs> and a lot of it came, was coming through in my voice. And anyway, so I kept procrastinating. Audible is sending me emails saying, can you please book in to go back into the studio? Have you done your coaching? Read this, like drink this before you come in. And I just like sat on it for a few days and it was one of those things that kind of make you sick in your tummy because you're like, you know, I know what I need to do. Anyway, I finally got to this place where I was able to tune in to like what is right for me right now, you know, like what what am I actually capable of achieving? What is the level of challenge that I can handle right now? And that's something else that I taught in my mindset course was that 
there's this sweet spot, and I probably have talked about it on the podcast, a sweet spot of challenge, where if the challenge is too high, then it will actually debilitate you and you will procrastinate and you won't take action and you will self-sabotage, which is exactly what I was doing. And it took me a lot to say, I can't record this, knowing that I thought I would let people down, knowing that you know, this is my first book and it was going across the globe. But I had to really come to that point of now is not the right time for me to do this and having to let go of that. And so I said to Audible, you know, I helped them pick the voiceover artist, which I hope you like. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. Um, again, still kind of triggered by that book. <laughs> I love the book by the book. No. Um, but yeah, so I guess for me, that was a, an example of surrendering to time as well and not having to be in that masculine energy of like, I can do this. And sometimes for me, that's the hardest part is to getting into that flow and being like, nope, now is not the right time. And looking back on it, I can see how exhausted I was and depleted I was and that, you know, if I was to push myself to do those two or three days of recordings plus edits plus the coaching and the rehearsals, um, I probably wouldn't have a voice <laughs> to record this right now. Um, so just two examples there of timing and I just really want to encourage you that if you're creating something right now and it's not working or you're trying to come up with an idea, yeah, tune into, am I pushing this and hustling and do I need to actually step back and go into more of a feminine flow and see if, you know, I can get into more creative state or are you spending too much time in that creative flow and maybe you need to start taking action and hustling in as well. And I was chatting to a friend yesterday um, who was really inspired by some work that she was watching and um, came home from seeing an inspiring movie and was like, okay, I need to get to work stat. And just, you know, started dreaming up all these ideas and looking at them and being like, I've got to do it. And we were having this conversation around, you know, doing one thing well, you know, not needing to do all of it and just getting really clear on picking one thing and starting with that and taking action on it because then that's actually going to build momentum. You'll get a dopamine hit from that project or task or that action being taken that you'll feel better about yourself because a lot of the time the overwhelm or the stress is that, you know, we're, we're trying to force everything. And I really have learned that there is magical timings for, you know, doors opening and being ready to burst through and take big action and letting go and surrendering and saying that's not the right thing for me to be working on. And the final example that I want to give is the membership. So for those of you who have followed along, it was actually uh, maybe 20, beginning of 2020 maybe, I don't know, somewhere in there, I came up with this idea. I was getting really booked out with coaching and you've probably heard me on the podcast talk about stepping back from coaching. Actually, I think I did a podcast on the membership. And so I sat down with a coach and said, you know, I can't physically keep going like this. My, you know, my days are packed. I think I was doing like some days I was doing six or seven clients a day and yeah, losing my voice and uh, yeah, just working on so many different, different businesses that my brain was physically exhausted 
And, but I could feel our member, our, our community growing and the need growing. And I was like, how do I help more people? You know, how can I, how can we keep Startup Creative alive without me physically coaching everyone? So I sat down with a strategist and we came up with this idea of creating a membership where I would, you know, do masterclasses every month and this and that. And it must have been early 2021. And anyway, so I, I decided to build it on Mighty Networks and I got really inspired and I spent a whole weekend and I, and I made the whole thing on Mighty Networks. I signed up for pro. I understood it. I added a bunch of clients to it. And I think that's when I, you know, was bouncing between cities, finishing the book and ended up going through a breakup again. <laughs> and COVID was really starting to ramp up. And every single week I had on my to-do list launch membership. And I was like, hey, launch membership, do this for the membership. And I could never, I was just, again, just every time I looked at it, I was like, uh, no. And so I would do things like I got sales page made, I got copywriting done. I then eventually decided to get it built into my website, spent thousands of dollars and was hustling and was like, yep, I'm doing the membership. I'm doing the membership. Even though there wasn't, it wasn't this clear aligned energy. It was just like, you have to do membership because you're exhausted. And I was, could see the end goal of the membership is going to alleviate some time and space. And it means that we can grow the community and you can help more people. So that was pushing me to get it off the ground, but it never kind of felt easy or flowy and, you know, all these things eventually, you know, went into lockdown here in Melbourne and all these big changes happening. And I got to, with a friend of mine, a really peaceful place of being like, I'm not doing the membership. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I'll just, you know, do more mindset stuff with Startup Creative. And anyway, so I had this <laughs> impulsive, dramatic moment of deleting everything that I had came up with on the Mighty Networks, which was all, you know, I think I spent like a whole Saturday and Sunday building it. And I shut it down and I was like, nope, I'm not doing membership. And kind of just ignored all the branding and everything that I'd got done, stopped talking about it on Instagram, <laughs> complete avoidance. Anyway, the other day, uh, and I was having conversations, I was like, I don't think the membership is right. You know, there, here's some other options that I could build the business and help more people. Anyway, so back to timing. Then this last month, there's been a few significant things. And this is, you know, if you don't do this already, I, I highly recommend looking out for like, you know, following when things feel right and doors open and start believing that we can create businesses with ease by tuning into intuition and when, you know, things are, are lining up for us. And when, you know, thing I'm learning is when I try, when I'm hustling that hard and it, and I'm not getting anywhere, um, that often means just l put it to the side for the moment and come back to it and follow the energy of what does feel aligned and right and easy. Anyway, so this last month, a few random things happen. One, a friend of mine from LA sent me, <laughs> Ali, if you're listening, because she often tells me she's listening. She sent me my, we had sent each other our goals uh, for the beginning of 2020, I think. And on it, I had said, launch the membership and get this many sign-ups, randomly out of the blue just said hey I found this and I'm sending it back to you where are you at with yours and I read that and I was like oh weird I was going to do the membership 
And then I had a coaching client say, I'm just using Mighty Networks. You should be on Mighty Networks. And I was like, that's weird. Like I just that kind of started thinking about the membership again. And then what? I, and then social media went down and I really went into this like thought process and something, a conversation I've been having often is what would you do if with your business if social media went completely down? And I was like, so many people would be fucked. And I looked at my business and I've been helping clients with this is diversifying your income streams and the ways in which you communicate to your audience and collect, you know, their emails or podcasts or networks and all these things. There's something I've really been diving into, which I'm going to teach, um, which is pretty exciting, but I'll, I'll announce that at the end. Um, so anyway, the network thing keep coming up and I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And so I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but social media is pretty, especially Instagram right now. My feed is full of suggested things that I might like because other people have liked and it's really frustrating. And for me, it feels like the complete opposite of why we signed up to social media, uh, Instagram. Like originally it was you choose who you follow and they choose and other people follow you. And, you know, back in the day, it was completely posts would just come as people posted them, not through algorithms. It was just chronological order based on what time you posted. Anyway, so now we're not even seeing the accounts that we're following. And I've uh, my engagement goes from really high and people see it to really low and, you know, can really die off. The ironic thing is that when I take a day off and I and I try not to post too much, then when I come back, it's like they're like, oh, let's reward her because she's back and we nearly lost her. <laughs> I don't know if I'm paranoid. Anyway, moral of this story is the membership's coming back <laughs> because I really do believe that we need to start finding ways that we can teach and share and do what we want to be doing for our audience that is not dependent on a third-party app. So in saying that, uh, A, it f- what I did on the weekend in this last couple of days is I rebuilt the whole Mighty Networks and I have the branding sitting there, I have the copy, I have the sales page and I had saved screenshots. My you know future self must have made me do that. Uh, but I had saved screenshots of what I had built into the old Mighty Networks and I mapped out at what I would create today. And I referred back to the screenshots and compared to what I'm building now, it has so much more clarity and focus and simplicity and it is way more inspiring and clear for me, the vision and the purpose and why the membership needs to exist. And I look at the old screenshots and I'm like, yeah, you know, there was some, there was some good like parts in there, but it was a little bit fuzzy. And compared to what I'm creating now, I have this deep peace in me of like, yes, I'm so excited by this. Like I want to help people start their businesses, but you know, probably the podcast is our most popular platform because it's not algorithm based. So, um, yes, moral of this story is that Again, the timing of having to let the membership go because it wasn't feeling right. And also looking back on it, I'm like, there's no way I could have sustained the membership through what I've just been through 
with four months of lockdown and feeling the clarity and the focus and the passion to really drive, you know, the community to, you know, sustain their businesses through all of these big metaverse changes and things that are coming um, is really inspiring for me right now. And it just feels so right and right, easy and in a way that couldn't have felt like that. So another example for me of timing and how sometimes letting things go um, and just not necessarily shut, I mean, I cancelled my own <laughs> Mighty Networks, but obviously needed to happen and trusting that, um, yeah, now is the right time to do this. And so that brings me to my invitation for you guys to join me on the membership. I'm going to be launching it. I'm not going to make a big fuss about it. I'm just going to open it up and invite people. It'll be a monthly membership of $20. I don't know whether that's US or not yet. I have to look at the platform. Uh, you can cancel any time or you can buy a yearly membership. And I'm just going to start teaching in there. I think I don't want to give too much of my energy to social media. I think that it really debilitates people's self-worth. I don't really believe in the ethics of the brand, to be honest, and where they're heading with the metaverse. And I also don't want to give all of my content to a platform that has control over whether people see it or not. And so I will be there on socials, of course, um, showing you my morning coffee addiction. But I will be doing majority of my teaching, my courses, my webinars, what I would normally do on an Instagram live in the membership. And so what's going to be in there is an opportunity to come and meet the fellow Startup Creative Network because I spend a lot of my days connecting a lot of you guys, whether it's through socials where you guys DM me and ask for recommendations or, you know, I also love so many of my clients work together because they, you know, we've got web developers and, and graphic designers and all of that. Um, so it's an opportunity for you guys to all meet because I think the thing that always makes me so happy about the community that we've created is that we're like we're it's not just a tagline it's like if we really are like-minded I'm like if we were all together at a dinner party we'd all really get along <laughs> I don't know all of you but from who I've met and uh, there's a lot that we all have in common so um yeah I'm really excited for you guys to meet each other so there'll be you'll be able to like chat and post about your business you'll be able to ask for advice um you know maybe you're, you're launching a new product and you want some feedback you want to share promo codes you need to find a web developer it's so beautiful and easy to use it's going to be on mighty networks i'll be in there doing live q a's so if you need specific business advice that'll be a, a more affordable version than a one-on-one -on -one coaching session and i'll be running all my courses through there so in the new year i'll be doing um, the mindset shift again um, but to kick it off at the end of february i mean november um, when we launch the week after we launch, I'm going to do a live webinar in there that will be exclusive for the membership. And I've been doing a lot of research into the future of social media and the trends that I'm seeing, but also something that I'm really passionate about is this idea of coming out of lockdown. And some people are really taking their foot off the pedal and just cruising uh, which is necessary for mental health, of course. Some people feel a real urgency to prepare. And something that I'm a little bit concerned about um, is that 
because we've been given these freedoms and we can now go out and, um, you know, have people at our houses or not wear masks and things like that, of course there's a lot of restrictions still in place. But because we've been given these beautiful things in our life, which is obviously like so necessary, I think there's a little bit of a complacency, which I'm worried about, (laughs) of people thinking that we're going back to normal. And I don't know what the future holds. I don't know how this is going to play out and whether another strain of COVID's coming or there's a climate crisis or like we don't know. All we do know is that COVID has taught us that we need to diversify our income streams, social media platforms and how we're communicating to each other and our customers and how we prepare our business for a pandemic or a a global crisis that could change the way that we do business. And I really want to share what I'm doing in my business, which is part of building the membership, and also share how I think we should take the lessons learned from this last two years and prepare ourselves for whatever 2022 brings. And for me, I think the thing that holds true, and I don't know whether this is just like trauma speaking, but how many times do we come out of lockdown and go, oh, great, you know, like I'm out of lockdown and then we get put back into lockdown and it was this thing of like, oh, when we get out of lockdown, I'm going to do this or, you know, now because this has happened, I've got to quickly pivot and do that. And I think we were being really reactionary, which was necessary to survive Uh, But what I would like to have a conversation now and what I would like to teach is how do we take those lessons and prepare so that we're not put into that pivot on the spot, reactionary chaos space again, and that we can start looking into the future and predicting what that might look like. Let's, Let's have that conversation and say, what would you do? with your business and do a risk assessment right now of what would you do if social media went down tomorrow and would your business survive and would your customers know where to find you? Anyway, I've been brainstorming on that a lot and I'm going to be teaching what I think uh, needs to be in place. So in saying that, timing is everything. You may not know why it's happening, but something to check in around is like, are you hustling and forcing and it's not working? Can you surrender and flow? And if you're surrendering and flowing and you're spending too much time creating and you're not getting income or, you know, business isn't moving forward, do you need to step into that creator space? Secondly, the membership is coming back and I cannot wait to have you all in there. I've also got lots of free resources. I'm going to put up old uh, masterclasses that I've done in the past and, yeah, lots of – so you'll be able to get in there and just, like – binge a lot of things and almost create like our own little social network and uh and I'll be doing a live class in there at the end of November about how to move from reactionary post-COVID to preparation coming into 2022 and almost getting ahead of the uh getting ahead a little bit you know like you can sit around and wait for things to blow up again or you can use this time to put your emergency plan in place and say right what did we learn what do we now need to prepare for 
It's like, you know, you go on a, a horrid camping trip and then you go come home from it and you're like, all right, let's make a list of what we would need next time. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Let's plan for a better camping trip for 2022. Okay, head to the Startup Creative website. Now that I've recorded this podcast and it's going out on Monday, I will give me keep myself accountable to making sure the membership page is live by Monday morning when you guys are listening to this or whenever you're listening to it. Hello. (laughs) Have a great day wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to meeting so many of you, uh, hopefully in the membership and also preparing for the new year. Okay. Have a great day, guys. I hope that's been helpful. And uh, yeah, if you get a chance, go to Apple iTunes and leave a review because it helps more people to find the podcast and also just makes my day in general. (laughs) Thank you and have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.